0: This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. We would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land that we record on today, the Wurundjeri Willem people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background and of course, spoil the endings, all in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do the English satirical comedy Lettuce and Lovage by Peter Schaffer written in the late 1980s, premiering in 1987 in England, and then on Broadway, with a rewritten ending in 1990. Why is it called that? Lettuce is one of the two main characters of the play. She is a theatrical tour guide who, bored with the monotony of the pre-written script, decides to start fictionalising the history of the Fustian house. A joke name as Fusty means old, outdated and musty. Lovage is a herb that Lettuce uses to make an Elizabethan cordial she shares with her new friend Lottie. It is through this shared drink the two recent rivals become firm friends by sharing stories and a little bit too much vodka. Lovage is an Old English Tudor herb. A Tudor herb is incredibly appropriate for Lettuce's character as she is a huge fan of English history. What is this thing about? The play is separated into three acts. Act 1. Lettuce is showing a group of tourists around a Fustian house, an old, dreary and fusty 16th century hall. The tourists are clearly bored. Lettuce is reciting a rehearsed monologue pointing out the not very interesting history of the hall. As the tourists leave in a kind of stupor, Lettuce feels dejected. The scene shifts to several days later at the same spot. Lettuce is again reciting her boring monologue, but suddenly she is filled with inspiration and begins improvising a wildly untrue, yet entertaining, story. We see her tales getting wilder and more salacious as visitors hang on her every word. She is then interrupted by Lottie, who works for the Preservation Trust, who own Fustian House. Lettuce must come to the office tomorrow and review her position. At Lottie's office... Lettuce defends her embellishment of the facts by stating that the house's architecture and history is just too dull. Lettuce says she lives her life by a code her actress mother taught her. Enlarge. Enliven. Enlighten. Lottie tells Lettuce that she has 22 letters of complaint about her false recitations at Fustian House, and she fires Lettuce. Lettuce doesn't know what a woman her age might do and leaves the office, but not before telling Lottie a story about Mary, Queen of Scots. Mary had dressed herself in a red dress the day of her execution to defy her accusers. As she tells the story, Lettuce drops her cloak to reveal a red nightdress. Act 2. Ten weeks later. Location? Lettuce's basement flat. The apartment is decorated with theatrical posters, furniture, props and relics. Lottie unexpectedly arrives at the flat and produces a letter of reference she has written for Lettuce to obtain a new position giving tours on boats on the Thames. Lettuce is very moved, and insists they have a celebratory drink together. They spend a long scene drinking and talking, where they begin to find similarities in their different personalities. Notably, a disgust with modern English architecture. A little bit drunk, Lottie begins telling a story about a man whom she was once in love with, who aspired to be a terrorist by blowing up modern buildings in London to oppose the destruction of historical architecture. Lottie divulges that she actually changed her mind and didn't commit to her end of a planned bombing. This betrayal of the agreement ruined the relationship and consequently, in her opinion, her life. Lettuce listens with sympathy. Lettuce tells her the rest of the story, how Queen Mary wore a wig to her execution, prompting the executioner to grab her wig and not her head after it was detached. Lottie reveals that she is wearing a wig and requests Lettuce to take it off in an act of solidarity. Act 3 Six months later, Lettice is being interviewed in her home by a lawyer who says she is accused of an unpleasant crime. We learn through a series of questions and answers that Lottie and Lettice have taken to enacting famous historical trials and executions in Lettice's flat. During one of these theatrical displays, Lottie was inadvertently injured. That's when the police arrived. Lottie shows up unexpectedly. The lawyer insists on hearing the whole story, and we learn that Lettuce's cat startled Lottie in the midst of their performance, causing her to become injured. Lottie says if the information gets out, it will ruin her life and career. Lottie claims Lettuce tricked her into acting games and suggested her theatricality is one big act. She cruelly insults Lettuce and walks out. Lettuce stops her with a heartfelt speech about how the technological modern age is leaving her behind. Lottie storms back in, outraged that Lettuce is giving up. They make up and decide to give tours of the 50 ugliest new buildings in London, using Lottie's architectural knowledge and Lettice's flair for the dramatic and propensity for lying. The play ends with the two women toasting the audience. In the original play, it ends with the pair deciding to blow up the ugliest buildings in London using cannons and gunpowder. If you didn't know the play before, you do now, a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on Soundcloud or Facebook, we'd love to hear from you. That's all from us at The Aside in this episode of Scriptease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Scriptease episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Sill for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.